This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. Since we're back in a CMCO again, I thought it would be fun and hopefully useful for you guys to learn a bit more about cooking and get to know a fun recipe or two. You know, since we're all probably working from home most of the day and ordering out gets a bit tiresome after a while. So why not try cooking something new, something simple? And today, I'm going to teach you a simple recipe which is, drumroll please, lace cookies. Now, this is a recipe from one of my favorite baking cookbooks of all time. It's Food52's Genius Desserts that's written by Kristen McGlory. And in this book, there's this recipe for lace cookies, which are these really delicate, really nutty cookies that are thin like a twill and snaps almost like a sugar cracker. In the book, it's called Erna's Lace Cookies because it's a recipe credited to a certain Erna Miller. And the recipe itself is written by a New York Times writer and cookbook author called Marianne Buros. I think I'm pronouncing that right. But as Kristen describes in the book, and I quote, Although these paper-thin cookies look as precious and fancy as spun sugar, they require no pastry training, no thermometer, and little time or attention. End quote. And really, these cookies do come together in less than 20 minutes. I've tried them myself, and it just has six ingredients in it. So it's a really easy one for even the most amateur home baker. So without further ado, let's head to the kitchen. Okay, we're in the kitchen again this week, and we're going to make some really simple but sophisticated cookies. These are lace cookies. Um, So when they bake up, they sort of look a bit lacy and there'll be a bit of holes through it. It's kind of like a very thin twill essentially, but with a bit more flavor, a bit more bulk to it, with some almond flour, some butter, and just a touch of milk as well. So uh, as I said, this recipe is really simple. Uh, there's only six ingredients in it Um, and we're going to start this off in a pan so everything will go into this pan right here and first of all I'm going to melt some butter let me get it from my fridge where's my butter okay Uh oh I need a weighing scale as well Just gonna tear it and let me get a knife to cut the butter. Okay. So we need 60 grams of butter. That's 30. New pack. So this is uh, unsalted butter that I'm using here. Technically, you could 
also use salted butter because we are going to add salt to this after. Okay, just a bit more. Okay, that is 60 grams, I think. Uh, nope, a bit more. Okay, great, that's 60. Must be 60. 59? 60? Okay, good enough. Okay, um, 60 grams of butter. And we're gonna heat this up. Just melt the butter. And let me put the butter back into the fridge so it doesn't melt. And while this butter is melting, I just have it on medium heat here using my electric stove. I am going to heat up my oven. Uh, I'm going to give it a fan. Um, Convection. And I'm going to heat my oven to 175 Celsius. Okay, it's just heating up now. Meanwhile, my butter is almost fully melted. Now, while that is going, uh, you're going to prepare a uh, tray, a baking tray with some baking paper just lined on top or you can also use a silicone mat if you have one. I'm going to get some baking paper here. Okay. Okay, nice. Oh, you can hear the butter melting, boiling. Turn that down so it isn't too high. Okay, so baking tray. If you have uh, two baking trays, that would be perfect actually, because you can bake more in one batch. Okay, I have two laid out here. That's really helpful. Now, just have an extra bowl here. Now the butter is fully melted. I am going to add the other ingredients into the butter. So, sugar and salt. So, my sugar. The recipe says to add 100 grams of sugar. Um, I think we're going to cut that down a bit because American recipes tend to be a bit on the sweeter side. I'm using probably about 80 grams. 80 grams of sugar here. Yep. Pour it all in. And just give it salt to melt it. And I'm also going to put put a pinch of salt inside. Okay. Now everything is just going into this this pan uh, of uh, butter here. And I'm gonna get a spatula, a heat resistant one. 
probably a wooden one will do quite nicely. And just gonna give that a stir. Basically you want everything to be nicely incorporated and the sugar to melt a bit. Okay, while that's going, I'm gonna tidy up, put back my sugar. And now, I'm gonna weigh out the dry ingredients, which will be the all-purpose flour. Whoop! Okay, this is my oven that has heated up. Okay, it's ready now. Um, but we're gonna take some all-purpose flour and some ground almonds or almond flour. So I'm using 85 grams of almond flour and 100 grams, uh, sorry, and 10 grams of uh, all-purpose flour. So I'm reading a recipe of the cookbook here. I just thought there was an extra zero, but it's okay. So I got 85 of ground almonds, or almond flour. Okay, just adding the flour in. Okay, there's 10 grams. And the final ingredient that we have is milk. So, just gonna add this uh, flour mixture into the butter and sugar. And I'm gonna add the milk into that. So I'm using just about 20 grams of milk here. This is about four teaspoons. Okay, you hear it sizzling a bit. Um, that's because the butter is hot. But you're just gonna stir that mixture all together. Put it over quite low heat here. Make sure it's even. It comes together into a pretty thick paste essentially. And that is what you want. And that's it. That is the batter. It looks pretty smooth, pretty even. If it looks a bit grainy, that's perfectly normal because the ground almonds are grainy to begin with. But just make sure there are no clumps of flour or parts of it that are like super dry, just so it bakes pretty evenly. Okay, that is it for the batter. So, how you're gonna bake this is you're gonna take a spoon, which I'm gonna get right now. Just a teaspoon will do. And you're gonna scoop small spoonfuls of this. and just place it onto your baking tray. Now this will spread quite a bit actually. So make sure to leave plenty of space in between. Um, in between each scoop, each dollop of a cookie. But I'm just gonna do about one heaped teaspoon here. Uh, gonna dollop it onto the tray. So just as a tester, the recipe says you can fit 
6 onto one tray. I'm just going to try with a 4 to begin with, just to see if I got the texture right. It's a pretty quick process, this one. It comes together really nicely and really easily. Just a... If you're out of ideas for a uh, random weekend bake-off that you're part of, this is a pretty straightforward one. Okay, so I got my four dollops on the tray. Just gonna put that into the oven to bake for six to eight minutes. And I'm gonna um, flip it, rotate it uh, halfway through. So just putting it on the middle rack. And I've given it six minutes. I'll check back then. Um, I'm actually gonna flip it, uh, rotate the tray, I mean. Um, probably three to four minutes in. But I'll come back at the end of the baking process and update you guys. Hello, hello, testing. Okay, so the uh, cookies have come out of the oven and I'm uh, not sure if you can hear them but they're pretty they're sounding pretty crispy right now um, and basically so what I did was uh, I took it out of the oven after it took about 8-9 minutes of baking actually and um, I just let it cool on the tray itself for uh, around five minutes until it's uh, just cooled enough so that I can remove it from the tray. It should hold up in one piece and shouldn't be too soft. And after an extra five minutes of cooling on a separate tray, um, it becomes this really thin, crispy cookie. Uh, just to show you how crispy it is, I'm just gonna break one. Pretty crispy. And it tastes a bit of almond, a bit of brown butter, a bit sweet, a very all-rounded cookie. Hmm. They make for a really good snack as well. So, hope you guys make this and I'll see you guys next week. That is it for this week's quarantine cooking. I hope you found this recipe really interesting and pretty easy to follow, and it hopefully galvanizes you into cooking. If you'd like to read the full recipe, you can find it on the Genius Desserts Cookbook by Kristen McGlory. It's on page 61, just in case you were wondering. But if you'd like to see and read more recipes, you can find some slightly crazy ones on my blog at junantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. I have things like kimchi carbonara, uh, some lopako even, and some chive dumplings. And maybe we'll be making something from it next week. Anyway, to listen to more episodes of Breaking Bread, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website, www.bfm.my. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.